Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Faster my and welcome to Spotlight. I'm Sarah Hendy and we have rather a dramatic programme for you this week. We'll be joined by stars of the Manx Operatic Society's production of Les Mis and the Manx Legion players bring Willie Russell's One for the Road to the Peel Centenary Centre. If there's anything creative you'd like to contribute to the programme, you can email me at spotlight at manxradio.com. And if you miss anything today, listen again or subscribe to the show as a podcast via iTunes, Google and Spotify. And you'll find the Spotlight blog complete with links and more information about everything featured on today's programme on the Manx Radio website. One for the Road is coming to the Peel Centenary Centre at the end of next week, courtesy of the Manx Legion Players. The play is being directed by Lindsay Quayle and stars Neil King as one of the show's four main characters. been very busy recently directing this play. It's one that people might not recognise the title of, but will definitely recognise the writer. That's right, Willie Russell, um, very famous, obviously, for educating Rita, Blood Brothers, um, lots of lots of stuff. Um, my particular favourite, Shirley Valentine, which, of course, I've done several times. And this particular one, one for the road, I read a few years ago and have wanted to do for a long time. So I'm really, really pleased to be doing it now and with a brilliant cast. Mm-hmm. He's got a very distinctive style. The humour is, um, yeah, very Willie Russell, isn't it? There's no yeah, other very, way to very it, yeah. northern humour. Um, and um, yeah, we've we've got some very, very humorous parts in this. A uh, little bit naughty in parts as well, but in a nice way. Um, so it's it's adult content, shall we say, but um, yeah, very funny, right. very funny. Uh, Neil, tell us a bit about the character that you're playing and what his part is in the story. Okay, so my character is called um, Roger. Um, he's married to Jean. So he's the next door neighbour, really, of the main couple in the show. Um, so they go around for dinner and I get more and more drunk as the night goes on. Um, and it kind of, it all goes a bit crazy from there. But it's a really fun part. Uh, and Lindsay said it's, it is a bit naughty, so it's really fun to swear on stage as well, quite a lot. Because we don't normally get a chance, really. <laughs> yeah, rare, rare privilege, in a yeah. sense. Um, but it's it's a story that's very of its time, isn't it? I think it was originally going to be called Tupperware until he was threatened um, with legal action by the company. It's it's set in a um, in like a, a cul-de-sac, like a new build cul-de-sac in the 80s it's, it's it's almost like a step back in time it's a bit of a farce in a way um but uh, roger is very hempecked and the uh, the other main character shall i say because all four parts really um are equal um but uh, dennis is the character who really wants to get away from phase two and all the pretensions and everything that go on with it and the keeping up with the Joneses. Um, And it sort of all works around that, really. But I don't want to tell you too much and surprise the ending. (laughs) But uh, each character is very distinctive. 
Um, but they've had an awful lot to learn and uh, they've done it fabulously, really, really well. Um, and how has it been as a director, because you're a performer yourself and stepping to, the, the, I don't know, the other side of the stage, as it were, is, it's a very different experience. It is. Um, I have directed uh, three one-act plays um, and I was originally co-directing this with Steph Gray, who obviously is the Legion players. And um, because of commitment she has and other things going on, I've ended up having to do most of it myself but it's so it's been quite a learning curve and Steph and the cast have sort of um, commented here and there and we, we've, we've all worked between us really. Um, it's been an experience, um, certainly different to doing a one act. Um, I had to get my head around there being two big scenes um, so I sort of try to look at it as two separate one act plays and then putting them together. Um, but it's been good fun as well, because at the end of the day, um, all this Amdram is a hobby. And if you're not enjoying it, there's no point in doing it. So we've had some laughs in rehearsals, which I think is always good. Um, if you can go away and think, you know, that was really good. I'm enjoying doing this. That's that's what it's all about to me. Um, but obviously, I, I love being on stage as well. Um, and... Who knows? I, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but we'll see. But I've thoroughly enjoyed doing this. Mm-hmm. And you're performing this at the Peel Centenary Centre, which is a lovely location to work in. How has it been um, preparing to, to go onto that stage? Um, it, it's been good. We, we've had the use of it some nights. Obviously, they're so busy, we can't use it all the time. But also to try and make it fair for the cast, we've tried to do some rehearsals in Douglas and some in Peel. But the next fortnight is going to be Peel hammering it. So we're looking forward to actually getting on the stage and being able to, to pace it round the stage. But of course, it's a brilliant venue and the, the volunteers there are just so helpful and fantastic. Um, you know, it's it's a pleasure to work there. Neil, in rehearsals, you're, I don't know what space you use, but it must be so different when you get onto a stage. And I suppose a stage is a stage, but um, they must all have their own unique quirks. Have you performed on the Appeal Centenary stage before? Um, I've, I've only played, I've played drums for a burlesque show, believe it or not. That's the only time I've been on the Peel stage. Um, so this will be just as much fun. Uh, well, maybe not as much fun as that. But um, yeah, it, it's, it is quite, it's quite a small stage. Uh, it's a, it is a great venue. I've seen loads of things there, but it's the first thing I've been in. Um, the beauty of it is it is all set in one location. So the scene doesn't change. It's all set in the living room. Um, so that, because it's quite a static stage, we can... It doesn't really affect the rehearsals that much, um, you know, because you always have that designed space. But um, yeah, I can't wait to uh, can't wait to go on. And I'm imagining that there'll be some uh, quite nostalgic props, maybe uh, from from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Well, my favourite. There's um, there's lots of old um, artists mentioned, and we have LPs. Although they're actually back in fashion now, aren't they? Vinyl. Um, but yes, the, we have a lot of LPs um, there. A lot of classic uh, artists, some of my favourites, Barry Manilow and people like that, you know. So, uh, <laughs> And just remind us, guys, when is this going on stage and how do we get our tickets? Right, it's on, on Friday the 1st of March and Saturday the 2nd of March. Curtain up 7.30, Centenary Centre, Peel, 
Tickets are available on the website uh, www.centenarycentre.com and if you look on there it'll tell you all the usual el- uh, outlets as well. Celtic Golden Peel, Corlett's Jewellers Douglas, uh, Shakti Man Ramsey, Thompson Travel, Port Erin. Um, so there's quite a few places you can get tickets if you don't want to go online. Uh, £10 and the Legion players actually raise money that goes towards the British Legion and also the Isle of Man Coal Fund um, and the some of the funds will also be going to the Centenary Centre. you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. The Manx Operatic Society's run of Les Miserables begins at the beginning of next month and stars many familiar performers including Alex Tui as Jean Valjean and David Artis as Javert. They join us along with director Jeremy Tustin, all of whom took part in the show last time we saw it on the Gaiety Theatre stage back in 2009. David and Alex have both taken on different roles for this version of the production and I asked them how it felt to be back in Victor Hugo's 1860s France. It's, it's massively exciting. It's going to be a very different show. Um, I mean, we, 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 the, the three guys that are here, as myself and, uh, and Alex Tui and, and Jeremy Tunston, and, uh, and yes, we did do it last time, um, but it was with the Douglas Choral Union. This is the Manx Operatic. And there's been, uh, there's been an effort to make it a very different show. Um, we're all playing different characters, and the Jeremy's uh, directing, but it's being directed in a different way. And yeah, Jeremy, what's your plan? Because uh, we don't know yet, do we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I was asked back to come back and do it, um, it took me quite a while to decide yes or no. Um, I didn't want to come back and recreate what I did before. Um, I just took it apart again and made it completely different. Um, as a director as well, for 10 years, um, my styles have changed completely. Um, so I had to come back and do something completely different. I don't want them to see it how it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so it has changed. And it's also worth saying that in the last 10 years, we've seen uh, Les Miserables produced in many different ways as well. I mean, there was the film um, and also recently on the BBC, we have so many different versions of it that um, I suppose, I don't know, did any of them inspire you and sort of give you ideas for how you could make it different, even in showing you what you didn't want to do, maybe? Um, Well, I went back to the film uh, because the opening I've changed Last time they were uh, they were like a chain gang. This time it starts on a ship. Um, so I'm, I'm taking bits from the film. Um, I don't know. I just I just wanted it totally different. Um, and I didn't want to come back because it's boring for me. Otherwise, I can just recreate it. It's similar, um, but it's nice. And it was nice having um, David back again, but in a different role. And hopefully he's seen it in a different sort of light. David, tell us a little bit about that role. How is it being in the same show, essentially, but playing a completely different character? It's very different. I'm assuming Alex, is, um, who's playing Jean Valjean this time, who's amazing, by the way, um, will ha- uh, has a different experience to how, how I played it. Because, you, you know, different characters will play different roles differently, right? Um, but... Uh, I'm playing Javert this time, who's the um, who, who's the inspector who has this obsession with Jean Valjean, and 
you know, doggedly tracks this guy throughout the decades. And um, and actually, I find him quite an interesting character. He's he's actually more sort of three dimensional than Jean Valjean, who you could, you know, from an audience perspective, is is a goodie, right? Whereas Javert, you can actually um, start to think as an actor about your acting choices, about why he's doing what he's doing. So you can play Javert as just someone who's misguided or you can play him someone who's slightly unhinged or you know and 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 i like to change my performances on an almost daily basis to try and get to that you know um uh, stage performance stage if you will to get to get to how i want to play it and and you're allowed to play that way if you're playing a character that's slightly more interesting uh, so I'm massively enjoying it. I say Jeremy has made it very differently. There's, uh, there's going to be a few surprises. Um, you know, it's it, it, the last one was very special, but I think you know this should be all about what we're going to create this time, and I think the audiences will be wowed. Hopefully, I'm sh- I'm sure we will. Your household names on the Isle of Man. We've seen you perform in so many different shows. Alex, what's the process been like for you um, getting into character? Because he's a man of many facets in a way, isn't he, Jean Valjean? Um, yeah, he's 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 had a he's had a hard uh, life up until his mid forties, and obviously ends up in prison uh, for a lot longer than he thinks he should have been in prison for. Um, and he, the only thing he knows is essentially how to how to survive by by stealing, uh, living on the streets, and then he comes. Um, he's released, and. The beginning of the show for Valjean is uh, quite a tormented time because um, he, he's taken in by the bishop and who shows uh, mercy towards him and um, and sets him on a new path in in life. Um, so it's it's that the torment of, of all of that, and then as as the show goes on, and he uh, takes on you know, he he's guilted by um, sending a woman out into the streets who ultimately loses her life, and then takes on her daughter, and then he, he comes across Javert through. Uh, throughout the rest of the story um he's then reliving his life back then uh whilst trying to live a life under god and 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 correct the wrongs that he did in the past so it's 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 very it's like david said you know it's every night uh when we're rehearsing you're trying something different all the time you're, you're trying to find uh a new way that you can get your character across and that you're comfortable with as well um but it, it's it's been enjoyable. It's been hard work, really, really hard work. Um, um, vocally, more than anything, for, uh, for myself. I mean, you know, Dave's a very accomplished singer himself, so you know, it's try- quite hard getting up to his standard. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, no, it's 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 been very it's been very testing on on everyone. You know, it's it's, a, it's an opera essentially. You know, sung all the way through, and it's real vocal gymnastics um, for for a lot of us. Um, but it's been you know, it's it's a huge privilege to play this role one you know you never think in your lifetime you'll get to play um and especially you know following david and also i've got to say you know there is i have an understudy in jonathan slight who will be performing the matinees and he's fantastic as well you know we, we play it very differently as do the other um understudies in the show um sue tumman who's understudying um chrissy sutcliffe as fontaine joey wilde who's understudying uh, david lyons and all of us uh, all of them sorry play different differently to um uh each other so it's um 
it's going to be exciting. It's going to be uh, hopefully fun for the audience as well, and hopefully they'll be be blown away by it. Mm-hmm. That, that's a that's a valid point actually about the understudies. Even if you want to see two different shows, you can mm. actually go to a matinee. So all of the matinees are done by the understudies, and and really honestly, there's you know mm. there's not much difference. They're, they're they're played differently, and and they're fantastic. You know, so uh, I would encourage you to to go and buy some matinee tickets as well. If you you know what else you're going to do? It's winter on the Isle of Man. You know, right? <laughs> Just go. Go yeah. and do that. Yeah, and an opportunity <laughs> yeah. to see sort of two versions of the same yeah, show almost exactly. is uh, exactly. one not to be missed. But I imagine um, that it's not only sort of vocally challenging and um, physically challenging, emotionally, how have you found it? Because although it's a very entertaining show, it's, it's a very heavy show um, mm. depicting very cruel times. And to get yourself in that mindset every time you step on the stage must be quite exhausting. Yeah, yeah, it's well, it, you know, personally, you know, for, for myself, you know, you haven't, you know, it's a miserable show, you know, it, it, it is, <laughs> everyone title, dies yeah. apart from four characters, <laughs> um, and there's there's a couple of light bits with the, uh, the Tenardiers, and, and so they know, the audience love them because they provide the light relief, but the, in reality, we're all going to die, and having to go through that process, <laughs> sorry, spoiler Spoilers. alert, sorry, <laughs> sorry, but ultimately going through through that um, uh, with, with, you know, Fontaine, and then there's Jack Monroe and Dandy Dancox who play Marius and Eponine. That scene's very moving as well with uh, Eponine dying. Um, so setting them has been hard. You know, personally speaking, the last couple of years I've lost uh, my, my mother. And so when you go through that kind of um, uh, process in a, in a show, it, uh, it brings it all back again. But also at the same time, it gives you that real life experience that you can apply to it. And now that we've run it so many times, you do get a, you, you can separate the two. But it certainly helps in terms of um, portraying, I think, you know, if you've unfortunately had that real life experience, it does just add that bit more value to it, I think. Do you think um, having to to sort of gather that level of emotion has been helpful to you in any way in processing? We talk about the arts being healing yeah. and what they can do for us mm. in our minds. Um, it sounds like it must have been a very difficult thing to do, but has it had any kind of positive outcome? Absolutely. Yeah. And I said to Jonathan, you know, at the beginning of all this, um, you know, I th- how the whole process where Valjean, you know, finds God and he uh, learns to you know, forgive uh, Javert for the way he's treated him in the past. It, it certainly has been quite cathartic for me. Um, and since you know for me you know doing the show has certainly helped as well you know keeping yourself busy keeping your mind off things and but it it definitely is a, so the arts definitely helps um uh in that respect but yeah it's uh, it's it's been hard but it's it's a uh, it's something which i think then the audience will benefit from as well because you've had that experience yourself and you can you can put it into your performance mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and Jeremy, trying to coordinate all of these people, um, feeling this big emotion that comes with a show of this kind. You've got a lot on your plate there. Um, we had a lot of people audition. Um, everybody wants to be in Les Mis. Um, and what was nice was, looking at it from my side, I, I found all, all these different characters. And it's nice. Les Mis is probably the only show where you can just grab people randomly and put them all together and they're all different and what is nice to watch in rehearsals is how all these people sort of like coordinate together and how they interact together and that's that's been something I've been passionate about this time um, trying to create all these different characters on stage so when you actually come watch it you're not just looking at one particular person you want to come back and see it again because oh, I miss that bit and that bit um, we have got a really, really good company. 
And not once have I sat back and thought, oh, what did I do last time? To be honest with you, I think even if you had recreated um, the the performance you coordinated ten years ago, we still would have been turning up to oh, watch course, it yeah, because no, no, no. Yeah. it's just it's just such a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. The standard on the Isle of Man. I know people who will go back three, four nights in a row to watch the same production. The producers was one that a lady said to mm-hmm. me. I've, I've bought a ticket every night for next week. Um, but quite a contrasting characters, I have well, to say, no, this time around. They're, they're very similar, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What don't yeah, we so know I, about I Javert? I played Roger de Brila in... Uh, in uh, he was a... Uh, yeah, he was a, a transvestite. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's the core problem with Javert. You know, you don't know there was no outlet in those days, no, was there, for no. that sort of thing? Yeah, that, that energy's <laughs> remained untapped. Well, we can only hope for him. Guys, when can we come to see the production? We're all so excited. Um, when does it hit the stage? So it uh, starts on the on the 2nd of March and uh, runs all the way till the 16th, so it's a nice long run. I think we can have Sundays and Mondays off, um, but uh, that there are uh, Saturdays where there are two shows on, on a Saturday. So plenty of opportunity to see it. This, this, this ticket, so ticket sales have gone amazingly well. Um, we're, we're, we're full on some nights, um, but there's still quite a few tickets left, and especially those matinees, you can get really good seats for mm-hmm. the matinees. Um, so yeah, it's not a nice long run. We're going to re- really enjoy it. And um, I think we do have to thank a couple of people, uh, the, uh, of course, our sponsors. Yeah, uh, Alex. yeah uh, the Arts Council, I'm always grateful for their support and also to uh, the Isle of Man Steam Packet. Um, they've, uh, both of those guys have been great towards us. Lovely. Well, break a leg. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
Every song in this show is a hit, but that there was Alfie Bow singing Bring Him Home. And if you enjoyed that, you can add two things to your to-do list. Firstly, pick up tickets to see Les Mis at the Gaiety over the first couple of weeks in March. And secondly, to get in the queue for tickets to see Alfie Bow himself at the Villa Marina later this year. Tickets for which go on sale tomorrow morning from 10am. Another event not to be missed is the social media and websites knowledge share at the Engine House in Castletown tonight. People will be gathering from seven o'clock for around an hour to share any tips and tricks they've picked up along the way in running a business. And you can feel free to pop in and have a cup of tea, network, share your skills and hopefully learn some too. So that's seven o'clock at the Engine House in Castletown tonight. But for now, that's all we have time for. I'll be back next Wednesday, so do join me at half past five. In the meantime, get yourself subscribed to the series via iTunes, Google or Spotify for your weekly dose of creativity delivered straight to your library. Thanks for tuning in and have a lovely creative week. Slen you.